Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out smalleyinstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Welcome back to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, and I am now on my last day of recording these here in Southern California. Had an amazing time at the ARC conference there at uh, Eastside Church, and of course loved seeing my daughter who is a senior. I am officially an old man. I mean, there's no other way around it, folks. I have gotten old. My oldest is 22. My middle is 20 and a senior. And I think I have a youngest, but he's 16, still in the home. This is day 10. So after that highly random (laughs) update on my life, and now I feel we are on day 10 of this 28-day journey on the 28 statements from Jesus that will transform your relationships. And day 10 is big. It's still a part of of part two, which is how Jesus wants you to love others. So these statements are meant to be an encouragement of what is Jesus's expectation of you and your attitude and how you treat the people that are in your life, the people that matter. Today is Matthew 5, and I'm just going to read 3 through 5, but this is, you know, when Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount and kind of starts off like one of the most famous sermons in history, and he just comes out of the gate and he's sitting with his disciples. It was like this unique thing because it starts with he's, you know, kind of the crowds are gathering and Jesus goes up the mountain kind of a little bit and and sits down with his disciples and starts teaching them. But it clearly goes because by the end of this, the crowds reported the crowds are amazed. Like, who is this guy that teaches with such authority? But I find it kind of cool that at the beginning here with his close group, he starts off with the eight Beatitudes. And Matthew 5, 3 through 5 says, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. And one of the things I, I learned is the first and eighth beatitude, the promise there 
is the kingdom of heaven. So the promises in the first and eighth beatitude are the same. You get the kingdom of heaven. And then there's kind of six other promises sandwiched in between those. But Jesus' expectation and what he's trying to get these 12 guys and obviously the people listening. And if, if, if I was to summarize this, that Jesus's promises recorded here are how joyful are the ones who recognize they only need God. That's what this kind of the whole thing, all eight of the Beatitudes are about recognizing your place as compared to God. It's about humility. It's about knowing how great God is and how desperately in need we are for God. That's what it's about. So what does this mean for you and how does Jesus want you to treat others? Look, recognize your need and total dependence on God to love others well. You're not going to do it apart from God, period, because it's difficult. And I've said this so many times in so many other podcasts, and I'll probably say this until I'm blue in the face and y'all will stop listening. And that's okay, because you need to hear it. This is important. Life is hard. It's imperfect. People are sinful. That's why the right person doesn't exist, because nobody can be that person. We're all going to wound, no matter how great you think you are. Right? Peter, the rock, the foundation of which Christ built his church, man, his first big test, it felt like, was, uh, now I don't know who you're talking about, denies Christ three times. We all mess up and we all fail and it's not a bad thing. Joy comes from understanding our brokenness and that doesn't mean we're bad or evil. It means we're broken without Christ. So when you recognize that, you will start to develop a humble and God-dependent heart. And that means you're going to be more gentle with the ones you love especially the ones who are difficult. You'll be more gentle. You'll be more humble because you are firmly aware of your total dependence on God. God God-dependent people are simply more gracious and kind and gentle. And when you're God-dependent and when you have a spirit of humility, you get to become kind of like the great saints of the Bible. And I got this from desiringgod.org. But when you look at David, oh my heavens, here's a man after God's own heart, David. And yet in Psalm 51, 17, the sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. Everyone agrees that this is the spirit that pleases God after you are taken in adultery and murder. But what about the times when you were doing good? 
when the collection for the temple was being taken, David prayed, who am I and what is my people that we should be able thus to offer willingly? For all things come from thee and of thy own have we given thee. First Chronicles 29, 14. In other words, even when David and his people were performing an act of virtue, David did not yield to the impulses of self-esteem. Instead, he was carried away by the impulses of sovereign grace. Who are we that we should be able thus to offer willingly? Solomon. In 1 Kings 3, 7, O Lord, my God, thou hast made thy servant king in place of David, my father. Although I am but a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. I'm broken. I'm useless without you. And Job 42, 5 and 6, I had heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see thee. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Isaiah 6, 5, woe is me for I am lost for I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So we get to learn from these saints, these pillars from Job and Isaiah that one source of lowliness is to see God in his power and holiness. So remember, if you want your relationship transformed, acknowledge your complete and total dependence on God. Allow that to dictate your spirit towards others, which will inevitably be a gentle, kind, humble spirit. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.